Welcome back, everybody, to our special online bonus segment. We call it Lively Extra, when 30 minutes is just not enough. This week, we probably could have used 90 minutes. Let me reset the panel. Lou Polner and Leanne Senek and Dave Lehman. Uh, Leanne, let me begin with you. There was a big announcement. I call it good news, bad news. This week, the uh, commissioner, education commissioner and health director and Dan McKee, the governor, came out and said, hey, everybody's going to be back in school, uh, but only those who are vaccinated do not have to wear a mask. Uh, kids 5 to 11 years old can't get the vaccine. Right. So we're faced with the prospect of elementary school kids, all of them, unless something changes, having to wear masks again this fall. And it just doesn't make any sense. If the teachers are vaccinated, if the older children are vaccinated, if the people working in the schools are vaccinated, then these kids should be fine. Um, they're not going to stand that risk. And we've seen with this with this coronavirus that it doesn't affect children as as detrimentally as it affects older adults. So why are we going to put these kids through this process that is going to be detrimental to their health? Wearing the mask, they've, they've got studies that show that kids, especially at that younger age, are not able to pick up on facial expressions and to learn how to read people. Um, it, it's a whole different issue that we're talking about. And there's no reason to subject them to that. But if there's they don't no wear masks, uh, isn't there the opportunity for parents who, who if a youngster does get the illness and dies or has long-term illness, they could sue the school district for not taking proper caution? They could sue them anyway if that happens. Even if kids wear a mask at that age, how often are they going to be that responsible that they're taking it off, they're putting it back on? It's just, it, there's so many studies that show that you can't catch it from coming in not close contact. They're going from three feet to six feet. We don't know. We don't know what's going to cause that to happen. And I, I don't think that trying to avoid a lawsuit um, is something that's going to... Well, no, not just... Uh, but you also don't want to have, have children dying, uh, even, even if the chances are, are less than if they were adults. But there had been the, no wait, childhood deaths. Right. Okay. And what are the In chances that they could get something yeah. else? What other diseases are out there that they could catch mm -hmm. in, in the same manner? When we had the bird flu, when we had the swine flu, all mm -hmm. of those things. We didn't do this. We didn't go to this extreme. I agree with Leanne and her premise. I think it's well-founded. I also agree with Dave Lehman. And the reason that I am conflicted here is because a summer camp in central Illinois just had 85 children catch COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's scary. Mm -hmm. So Because they were not masked. Yeah. And yeah. I think, and exactly. And I think it's the, the unknown unknowns mm -hmm. that cause a cautionary tale. And I don't want to be the governor to say that no one has to wear masks in that mm -hmm. age group. And then there's a crisis. I guess, so, the, I guess the concern was, look, a year ago, where were we? Mm -hmm. Absolutely because you were concerned about some kid going home and giving it to his grandparent and having them potentially get very sick or die. Yeah. Most of the adult population now is vaccinated, I would say. Not everybody. But so I wonder that that risk has gone. I just I, it's a isn't it a wane, Dave? I mean, I had a teacher call me. I was doing talk radio. She said she does seventh grade just trying to communicate. And I understand the health safety. But are we at the point now where let's see how it goes. And then if we do see clusters or outbreaks, then we can manage the policy. Well, here, here's the thing. I mean, nobody really has the answer to this thing. It, it, it's, I think it, it all still requires some caution, even though we feel like we're kind of beyond that. Uh, the statistics are that in Rhode Island, 70% of all adults are fully vaccinated. 90% uh, of the Rhode Island teachers are fully vaccinated. Uh, 40 to 60% of school-age children outside the, the, the age group that we're talking about. The 12 to 18. Yeah, the 12 to 18. Uh, they're vaccinated. Now, there's still a lot of opportunity there for contagion. 
And, uh, and when you've got the kids in school, I think the idea of if, if I had children of that age group, I would want them, I, I would want the mask. I really would want the mask because you can't, you can't redo this if the child gets it and has a long-term illness. One of the things about COVID that we have to remember, it's not just about life and death. Uh, I know people who have had COVID and they are going to have a lifetime yes. of heart issues. Right. Uh, the long haulers. The, mm-hmm. the long haulers. And so, you know, I, you know, when you look at this in, in the spectrum of time, wouldn't it be better to run this caution out just a little bit farther and, and then make a decision maybe the following year or, you know, it's six months? I, that's I don't what know. The state, that's what the state's going to do. Yeah. And, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead, no, Absolutely. Say, the other thing is we... Besides the mask, there's, it's very reasonable to keep up other precautions, with sanitizing, the right. distancing, and all of those things. Stable those those should never go away because you've seen so many people getting fewer colds, fewer uh, cases of pneumonia, all those things. Mm. That's one good thing to come out of the pandemic, and we should keep that, especially in schools where they are breeding grounds for those mm. kinds of things. Usually one kid gets, a, gets the flu, they all come down with it. Mm. So keeping those other things in place um, makes the mask not as as vital. Last word, Lou. To Dave's point, you know, uh, we, we keep learning. We don't know enough yet. Right now, all we can say is that the vaccines are good for seven months mm-hmm. because we haven't gone to the eighth month. Right. And so it's a learning process. And mm-hmm. I, I think it is a time to be cautious when it comes to our children. All right, we got quickly, uh, we got three minutes left, so we'll kind of move quickly on this. Eleanor Slater Hospital, a big, hot, steaming mess. Mm. And Kathy Gray, kudos to her. She's just been all over this. Mm. It really makes me wonder, though, and this always happens. You look back at the last administration. What was the Raimondo administration thinking, right? All See, this stuff coming out now. I mean, so... so You know, the, the point you're bringing up, I, I was up at 5.30 this morning going back through some of my notes for this very discussion, and I was thinking... A man who does his homework, that's what I like. Well, no, but, I, but the very thing hit me. I, I look back, I wondered what was happening during the Karcheri administration, what was happening during the Chafee administration. This did, didn't just happen, yeah. but it happened mostly during the Raimondo administration. And it it struck me that a lot of people were being critical of the governor because she was running around the country fundraising, uh, raising her own profile, which obviously has paid off for her. Fiddling while Rome was burning. And and people were saying, if she's doing that, what is she not doing back here? Now we know. This is part of the, the answer to that question, and, and I, I don't, I don't uh, criticize her for her administration for everything else that she's done or not done, but this is a, this is a great case where you've got to mind the store. If you've got the job, mind the store, and if your own political ambitions are going beyond that, this is the sort of stuff that happens. This was all out there. This yeah. was all out there. Right, and all of the trying to discipline these yeah. people and all of that, and then, you know, there was a union issue, Lou. When you lose... Well, when your CFO is reassigned, when your chief medical officer resigns, when you have oxygen valves that are leaking, you have staff and doctors that can't read jobs. This is the one that kills me. They only have paper records for the yeah. patients. <laughs> they do not have anything computerized. That goes to accountability, mm. compliance, reporting. Paper records, and the nurses complain constantly that they can't even read the doctor's writings on the floor. I'm telling you, if Buddy was here, he'd say that's the complete frittata. Yeah. And it's just a mess yeah. that 
was, I, I think it just festered under Raimondo, and she mm. was cutting their budget. She was, yeah. we've lost Medicaid funding well, now. Well, she was trying to close them down. <laughs> yes. Right. So, yeah. it would be a so it was the idea rather than address well, the problem well, and it helped people close it down and, exactly. and, and, and then it. shove it off. Shove it off. And then what are you going to do with those people? That's not my problem. Well, right? is there also a question, and I'm not, I'm, sure, I'm not sure I got this right, but is there also a question about whether we were legally charging uh, for this or getting reimbursement yes, for this? Right. That's, what, and yeah. that's yeah. why right now, yeah. by the way, the National Accreditation Association mm -hmm. will not accreditation, will not give accreditation to Eleanor Slater mm -hmm. Hospital. That means we lose more money, mm -hmm. we lose more prestige, we, it's a, it's, 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 it's a dumpster yeah, it's a fire. It is just, yeah, it's bureaucracy at its Last worst. Point? Uh, one quick point. I did some work a number of years ago uh, as a With communications Buddha. director there. That agency is way too big uh, it has too many responsibilities. It ought to be broken up. It, it is, is they, they are strung out, and th there's more of this probably going on than what we know of. It's All just right. too big of a responsibility for one agency. Yeah, to be continued. Folks, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, bonus segment, Lively Extra. Again, Lou and Leanne and Dave, great panel. Hope to see you guys back here. Uh, and again, have a great 4th of July weekend. We'll see you back here as a Lively Experiment continues. <laughs>